Are buying third-party figures a moral dilemma for you? We're going to explore that, the latest news. Also, San Diego Comic-Con's Hasbro panel also gave us images just now and information about Ultra Magnus, their studio series Commander Class offering that's coming up, as well as all kinds of other things, guys. We're going to go over all this and the latest news this week on Transformers Talk Raw. So everybody and their mama, I imagine, is going over the Ultra Magnus news and all the images. And we're going to do that also, guys. But I want to get into a special conversation today and express my view, views on third-party companies this week. That's all right with y'all. By the way, I appreciate you guys coming in and listening to the podcast this week. If you haven't heard, you can click all those various links in the description below. It's gonna, and you can check out all kinds of cool stuff, including our Facebook group where you can come share your own channels pages, chat bots with us. We'd be real glad to see you guys there. You can also help support the podcast via Patreon via that link below. But let's get on to it, guys. You know, third-party companies have been around for a long time now, at least around the uh, the turn of the century. You know, um, I started noticing them first off with like companies like uh, uh, Warbot and, uh, of course, I believe maybe Fans Project, the City Commander set, and like Warbot Defender. Um, but, you know, there's a there's a point where they offer things that uh, stretch the, the, the character so far where legalities and moral moralities uh, in question can be kind of blurred at times. And I'm under the impression, guys, that sometimes we see with third-party companies, they, they only offer... Uh, certain ones offer upgrade sets that actually improve the characters that Hasbro's given us and the look of the characters. And I'm not really against that. I don't even see the moral uh, implications or any negative connotations connected with that if they're just improving an existing product. Because it's not too far from what we do at home sometimes when we uh, maybe customize something. Now, it does get to a point, and they do this often, all the time, actually now, where they're offering us just um, figures inspired directly from either a comic design or Hasbro property that's just blatantly not theirs. And that's when you have to personally decide whether or not this is morally okay with you. And it's not really to me. And I enjoy third-party companies, um, and I have enjoyed their products in the past. I think I own one third-party figure now. I don't usually buy them because of this moral uh, dilemma here uh, surrounding them. But it's not merely about taking the high ground, trying to be pious or holy or, or self-righteous. It's just about trying to do the right thing with me, guys. And uh, sometimes I question it. You know, It's not their property to begin with. It's not their right to own it. Just because we enjoy it, you know, does that give us the... Uh, moral culpability to just ignore those uh, negative connotations connected with them. And I don't think it does. I think we're very much responsible for our actions. Um, but I'd love to hear what you guys think. You know, but you have sets like um, the Gravity Builder set, you know, that clearly as individuals, these guys are different enough from the original Constructicons where you can kind of say they were inspired by them, but they're not them. You know, their hook doesn't look like hook there, you know, and so forth, in my opinion. Um, 
and then you have like uh, the head robots, the old head robots upgrade sets uh, the, for bludgeon and stuff like that for the uh, nest bludgeon. That greatly improved the look of the figure. I enjoyed that set immensely. Uh, but so, I mean, it's kind of a gray area, and you there's points, very valid points for supporting third party companies and against it. In the Transformers, because I think it's an exclusive kind of problem. I know that there's companies nowadays that actually uh, are third parties of other franchises, and, but uh, I think that they started out exclusively as something that uh, the Transformers franchise had to deal with, had to accept. And we know that Hasbro doesn't approve of it. It's just there's so many of them, uh, you can't really shut them all down. Of course, Hasbro has shut some down in the past. Um, but I think the fans accept it and tolerate it, not because they're bad people, but because uh, they're so thirsty for these characters and these ideas that are rarely, if ever, expressed by Hasbro sometimes. Uh, I'll give you an example. The Impossible Toys Quintessons. You know, Hasbro gave us one Quintesson when this company came around, and it really wasn't a traditional Quintesson. It was that Alpha Quintesson or whatever as a part of Energon or Cybertron maybe. I don't know. Um, I had that figure. It was a good figure, but it wasn't the traditional Quintesson we all know and love. It wasn't the judge. So Impossible Toys decided to give us all of them, not just one, but all the various types. Of course, we know years later, now we have the Earthrise judge that Hasbro gave us. I'm sure they're going to give us more. Uh, so it took them a long time to catch up uh, and realize what the fans were after. And there's many other examples of that. But let me know in the comments what you guys think. Now, on to the news. And uh, this week, guys, we have a lot of information, a lot of news to go over. We recently have some in-hand picks of the Retro G1 Walmart Skywarp, and he looks really good. I think they've changed a few things. There may not be, uh, I don't believe there's die cast in it. Um, the colors seem about on par with the original. Of course, we know he comes with that miniature version of Megatron that features a 5mm port where, you know, Skywarp can hold him. That's pretty neat. Um, but also, uh, due to San Diego Comic-Con this year, they just released a lot of information about upcoming Transformers and some detailed pictures of Ultra Magnus, their Studio Series 86 Commander Class Ultra Magnus. Uh, we know that he's going to have the Matrix, articulated fingers. He's going to be able to hold three cars, deluxe-sized uh, cars. Uh, it's not going to in include a white... Optimus built out of basically parts, which I thought they were going to do, uh, it's, but it's going to have um, Omega Supreme's blast effects recolored. It's also going to feature a spring-loaded chest, and we're going to be able to pre-order it in August. I, I'm under the impression, guys, that I don't think that this figure was needed. It looks fantastic. Do not get me wrong. I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy here, but we had we were given so many great Ultra Magnus figures over the past few years, starting with that wonderful IDW-inspired Combiner Wars one uh, a few years back. But then we were given this the uh, the Siege, which was a great figure. Then we were given the Earthrise. Then we were given Netflix. I mean, we we have a bunch of Ultra Magnus figures to choose from. Um, I'm sure this one's going to scale very well, but I don't think that the Siege or the Earthrise scaled bad. Um, so I don't, I, did, I just didn't see the need for this figure, but if you do, it's going to be out shortly and, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take a wait and see approach with this one guys. Uh, so, but it does look good. Also, they confirmed in this panel that the studio series 86 frenzy, 
uh, is coming, as well as a Voyager nacelle. That's awesome. I'm actually more excited about those two. Can't wait to see images of those. Uh, but we also have the TF Contarano's third-party panel showed off many upcoming offerings from companies like New Age, Dr. Wu, Maki Toys, or Make Toys, and, and a bunch more, guys. There's a bunch of images online of this stuff, but uh, TF Contarano actually looked fun. Uh, looked like a big uh, gathering of great fans over there. I know they had some awesome guests, just like uh, SDCC did, did this year. But uh, three zero three zeros Rise of the Beast DLX Optimus is now up for pre-order at two twenty nine two hundred twenty nine U.S. dollars, and ships in the fourth quarter of this year. He looks really good. Comes with tons of accessories. Those three zero figures, I think, have wonderful paint uh, schemes, um, and I think they are licensed. They are licensed by Hasbro to make those guys. So that's pretty nice. Um, so there's no moral implications with that one. Well, we also have the Buzzworthy Bumblebee Studio Six, uh, Studio Series 86 Ironhide and Prowl 2-pack, which has been found at Canadian Retail, as well as the Wave 6 The Legacy Deluxes, Devcon and Beachcomber. So all you folks up there in Canada can enjoy those figures real soon. Should be popping up at localities near you. We also have the Leader Class Toxitron, which has been found at U.S. Retail. So that's awesome, and uh, he looks pretty cool. I like that, that mold they used. Um, but yeah, that's going to sum it up for the news guys. What do you think of ultra Magnus? What do you think about the legalities of third party companies? Do you think they should be shut down? Do you buy third party figures? Do you enjoy third party figures? What's your favorite third party company guys? But yeah, appreciate you guys listening. We're going to be back real soon. God bless you guys and tell all one. This podcast is made possible. Thanks to the support of great people like you. Thank you. 